With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Came into the hall and took his leave of King Arthur and Sir Gawain and Sir Lancelot and prayed that he would hie after him and so departed and rode after the damsel. Chapter 4 But there went many after to behold how well he was horsed and trapped in cloth of gold, but he had neither shield nor spear. Then Sir Kay said all open in the hall, I will ride after my boy in the kitchen, to wit whether he will know me for his better. Said Sir Lancelot and Sir Gawain, Yet abide at home. So Sir Kay made him ready, and took his horse and his spear, and rode after him. And right as Beaumain overtook the damsel, right so Sir Kay came and said, Beaumain, what, sir, know ye not me? Then he turned his horse, and knew it was Sir Kay, that had done him all the despite, as ye have heard afore. Yea, said Beaumain, I know ye for an ungentle knight of the court, and therefore beware of me. Therewith Sir Kay put his spear into the rest, and ran straight upon him, and Beaumain came as fast upon him with his sword in his hand, and so he put away his spear with his sword, and with a foin thrust him through the side, that Sir Kay fell down as he had been dead, and he alighted down, and took Sir Kay's shield and his spear, and stirred upon his own horse, and rode his way. All that saw Sir Lancelot, and so did the damsel. And then he bade his dwarf stir upon Sir Kay's horse, and so he did. By that Sir Lancelot was come, then he proffered Sir Lancelot to joust, and either made them ready, and they came together so fiercely that either bare other down to earth, and sore were they bruised. Then Sir Lancelot arose and helped him from his horse. Then Beaumain threw his shield from him, and proffered to fight with Sir Lancelot on foot, and so they rushed together like boars, tracing, raising, and foining to the mountenance of an hour. And Sir Lancelot felt him so big that he marvelled of his strength, for he fought more liker a giant than a knight, and that his fighting was durable and passing perilous. For Sir Lancelot had so much ado with him, that he dreaded himself to be shamed, and said, Beaumain, fight not so sore, your quarrel and mine is not so great, but we may leave off. Truly that is truth, said Beaumain, but it doth me good to feel your might, and yet, my lord, I showed not the utterance. CHAPTER five. In God's name, said Sir Lancelot, for I promise you by the faith of my body, I had as much to do as I might to save myself from you unshamed, and therefore have ye none doubt of none earthly knight. Hope ye so that I may any while stand a proved knight, said Beaumain? Yea, said Lancelot, do as ye have done, and I shall be your warrant. Then I pray you, said Beaumain, give me the order of knighthood. Then must ye tell me your name, said Lancelot, and of what kin ye be born. Sirs, so that ye will not discover me, I shall, said Beaumain. Nay, said Sir Lancelot, and that I promise you by the faith of my body, until it be openly known. Then, sir, he said, My name is Gareth, and brother unto Sir Gawain, of father and mother. Ah, sir, said Sir Lancelot, I am more gladder of you than I was, for ever me thought ye should be of great blood, and that ye came not to the court neither for meat nor for drink. Then Sir Lancelot gave him the order of knighthood, 
and then Sir Gareth prayed him for to depart and let him go. So Sir Launcelot departed from him, and came to Sir Kay, and made him to be borne home upon his shield, so he was healed hard with a life. And all men scorned Sir Kay, and in especial Sir Gawain and Sir Launcelot said it was not his part to rebuke no young man, for full little he knew of what birth he is come, and for what cause he came to this court. And so we leave Sir Kay, and turn we unto Beaumaine. When he had overtaken the damsel, anon she said, What dost thou here? Thou stinkest all of the kitchen. Thy clothes be body of the grease and tallow that thou gainest in King Arthur's kitchen. Weenest thou, said she, that I allow thee for yonder knight that thou killest? Nay, truly, for thou slewest him unhappily and cowardly. Therefore turn again, body kitchen page. I know thee well, for Sir Kay named thee Beaumaine. What art thou but a lusk and a turner of brooches and a ladle-washer? Damsel, said Beaumain, say to me what ye will, I will not go from you whatsomever ye say, for I have undertaken to King Arthur for to achieve your adventure, and so shall I finish it to the end, either I shall die therefore. Thigh on thee, kitchen knave, wilt thou finish mine adventure? Thou shalt anon be met with all, that thou wouldest not for all the broth that ever thou suppest once look him in the face. I shall assay, said Beaumain. So thus, as they rode in the wood, there came a man flying all that ever he might. Whither wilt thou? said Beaumain. O Lord, he said, help me, for here in a slade are six thieves that have taken my lord and bound him, so I am afeard lest they will slay him. Bring me thither, said Beaumain. And so they rode together until they came, thereas was the knight bounden, and then he rode unto them, and struck one unto the death, and then another, and at the third stroke he slew the third thief, and then the other three fled, and he rode after them, and he overtook them, and then those three thieves turned again and assailed Beaumain hard, but at the last he slew them, and returned and unbound the knight. And the knight thanked him, and prayed him to ride with him to his castle there a little beside, and he should worshipfully reward him for his good deeds. Sir, said Beaumain, I will no reward have. I was this day made knight of noble Sir Launcelot, and therefore I will no reward have, but God reward me, and also I must follow this damsel. And when he came nigh her, she bade him ride from her. For thou smellest all of the kitchen. Weenest thou that I have joy of thee, for all this deed that thou hast done is but misshaped thee. For thou shalt see a sight shall make thee turn again, and that lightly. Then the same knight which was rescued of thieves rode after that damsel, and prayed her to lodge with him all that night. And because it was near night, the damsel rode with him to his castle. And there they had great cheer, and at supper the knight sat Sir Beaumain afore the damsel. Fie, fie, said she, Sir knight, ye are uncourteous to set a kitchen page afore me. Him beseemeth better to stick a swine than to sit afore a damsel of high parage. Then the knight was ashamed at her words, and took him up, and set him at a sideboard, and set himself afore him, and so all that night they had good cheer and merry rest. Chapter 6 And on the morn the damsel and he took their leave, and thanked the knight, and so departed, and rode on their way, until they came to a great forest. And there was a great river, and but one passage, and there were ready two knights on the farther side to let them the passage. What sayest thou, said the damsel, wilt thou match yonder knights, or turn again? Nay, said Sir Beaumain, I will not turn again, on there were six more. And therewithal he rushed into the water, and in the midst of the water either brake their spears upon other to their hands, and then they drew their swords and smote eagerly at each other. And at the last Sir Beaumain smote the other upon the helm, that his head stonied, and therewithal he fell down in the water, and there was he drowned. And then he spurred his horse upon the land, where the other knight fell upon him, and brake his spear, and so they drew their swords and fought long together. At the last Sir Beaumain clave his helm and his head down to the shoulders, and so he rode unto the damsel, and bade her ride forth on her way. 
Alas, she said, that ever a kitchen page should have that fortune to destroy two doughty knights. Thou weenest thou hast done doughtily? That is not so. For the first night his horse stumbled, and there he was drowned in the water, and never it was by thy force nor by thy might. And the last night by mishap thou camest behind him, and mishappily thou slew him. Damsel, said Beaumaine, ye may say what ye will, but with whomsoever I have do withal, I trust to God to serve him or he depart. And therefore I reck not what ye say, so that I may win your lady. Fie, fie, foul kitchen knave, thou shalt see knights that shall abate thy boast. Fair damsel, give me goodly language, and then my care is past, for what knights somever they be, I care not, nor I doubt them not. Also, said she, I say it for thine avail, yet mayest thou turn again with thy worship, for on thou follow me, thou art but slain. For I see all that ever thou dost is by misadventure, and not by prowess of thy hands. Well, damsel, ye may say what ye will, but wheresoever ye go, I will follow you. And this Beaumain rode with that lady until evensong time, and ever she chid him, and would not rest. And they came to a black land, and there was a black hawthorn, and thereon hung a black banner, and on the other side there hung a black shield, and by it stood a black spear, great and long, and a great black horse covered with silk and a black stone fast by. End of chapter 1 through 6 of Book 7